it's time for two guys who would never be caught dead in a fucking dragon dress. I'm Michael Block. And I'm Corey Chikazola. Um, if you hear some dripping in the background, it's probably because my heater is trying to, like, do things because it's really kind of cold out Ooh, in New she's York. she's cold as the witch's tit. Yeah, it's it's a little chill chill, so ignore that. Pay um, no attention to the man behind the curtain. Exactly. Um, but we, we got a lot of Survivor to talk about. It's the end. It was some finale, huh? I would say, overall, it was, like, probably... One of the best finales in a very long time. Yeah, it was Overall, real good. including the reunion part, which is usually either a dud or just a joke because people crash at Sia. <laughs> um, but no, no Sia appearances, just a lot of fucking tears. Right, I like to thank CBS for um, getting me through a terrible, like, li- my plane was so late, I was in the airport the next day. And I was there for so many hours, so thank God I had three hours of Survivor to watch. So, like, thanks, CBS. And that way, you know, like, I could cry for Adam, but also cry for myself and the fact that I was stuck in the airport for so long. So it was a very cathartic experience. Did you make any friends while you were watching Survivor? I didn't, but there was a Jay lookalike on my plane. I knew it wasn't him. He did not have the lips. But he looked really a lot well, like Well, because he's currently road tripping with... Um, They're in Vegas or something? With Australian Survivor winner, Christy. Mm. Yeah, because she came to America for the finale. Half of the cast is in Vegas with each other right now. Well, are they better than the Dirty 30? Um, yeah. <laughs> Whoa, hot take! Um, yeah, I love me and Max Dawson, but that's not my favorite season. I had yeah. I, I had a very good time this year overall, even though there were some, there were some middle episodes that were kind of schmeh. Yeah. But the finale was very satisfying. Yeah, I mean, the finale was great, and we're going to get into it all, and we'll we'll give you a little, like, very brief touch on the season to come. Right. Because I hear it's a game changer. Game changers. <clears throat> Sorry. I, th- th- yeah, we'll get into that. It should be just called, like, Fourth Chance. Well, or... And, and a few other people. There you go. Like, third or... Third, at least three times. Um, people we can get together because no one else wanted to play. No, I think what happened is that they were trying to do winners versus losers, and they couldn't, like, the, uh, too many winners bailed. I think that's what it was supposed to be. So don't put be. any of the winners on! But you, it's fun to have winners on. I like, I like it. Yeah, if you're going to do, like, heroes versus villains, or an all, an actual all-star season. This is an all-star season. It's all returning players. But are they all all-stars? I would debate that one. We are all-stars, it's your responsibility. Yeah, yeah we're gonna, we'll, we'll get into um, this Game Changers. I think we're going to do a, a few off-season podcasts. About the get, impending season? Yeah, I think it'll be fun. But yeah. let's get to this episode. We spent too much time not talking about it. So we, before we get into the episode, Jeff has to give us one of those fucking teasers. The social media teasers. Um... His and whole introduction was real, real rough to get. Well, through. I, I, the first thing I wrote was, did he spoil the winner? Obviously not, because he was very much talking about people who evolved from start to finish, which could have been two people in this. Yeah, this final whole six. season really st- felt. I mean, the majority of the season felt like a David is winning season, and going into it, I was like pretty. And as the episode like unfolded. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, here we go. Like, he's going to win. He, he'll be a good winner. That's fine. But, but they well, tricked us a little. Well, Jeffrey teased us, and we finally got into the episode where Jay claims he wasn't going to use the idol, and now he's bare and naked in the jungle. 
bare naked and nah. Yeah, he wishes he was naked in the jungle. I, I do. Yeah. And naked prob- and afraid. You know what? Pro- Brett probably did too. <laughs> um, so. Brett- Hannah had such a good line in her first like little interview where she was like, is my armpit hair out? When they were like. I wish that they included more of that because you know those things happen all the time where someone's like, okay, like how crazy do I you look? You know there's got to be like a blooper reel somewhere. Like, I wish the... they included the the weirdness a little more. Yeah. And, and, but they overall the package is usually very shiny. For like the 20th anniversary, they'll do like a massive like blooper reel, I'm sure. I would love that, yeah. That'd be great. So Brett and Hannah debate whether the night was the night to get David out. And yeah, so they're, everyone's... Keeping David around for whatever reason. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> this is a brave choice. Yeah, and Brett knows Dave and Jay are going to win this thing, and he wants them gone, and David knows he's got a target on his back. So what does he do to take the target off and try to, like, throw a little chaos in there? David creates a fake idol from the trinkets he found, and he paints by night. He does. He had his little workshop. David's workshop. I mean, that was quite the... David's an elf, so it's the long, Yeah, that was quite the long con. And he had been, like, picking up stuff. He had been planning this for quite some time. Yes. Just um, any excuse to fuck with somebody. He really wanted the moment. Yeah, so he places it in a fake coconut. Um, and then there's a little walk for coconuts between Jay, Ken, and David. And guess who spots the coconut with the pink emblem on it? Oh, my God. So crazy. I like we were using the term emblem very loosely. It was just pink. It was just a circle. So I want to give Jay no credit here. How dumb are you? Every single one you've seen before has had your tribe color on it. Where does pink come from, dude? Yep. And David paints it. It was he like they didn't even have pink paint. And if he wants to track the idols throughout the season, yes, in previous seasons, idols didn't look the same. This season, straight across the board, they were the same. Were they? I believe so. Oh. So, Dum Dum thinks it's an actual idol. Now, here's here's the legality of, the, of this ploy. The paper was included with it. So, if the paper's included, he thinks it's obviously real. Yeah, he kept the paper, I guess. David was David, planning right. this. So is that, like, in the Survivor rulebook, does it say that you can do that? Or, like, I Hell guess yeah. You... I'm sure they were they are happy to have any sort of situation like that happen. I guess. So It's I just, good TV. They're fine. It's great TV. But he got duped. He got played big time. And talking about getting played big time, we all got played by Ken's um, reveal of the legacy advantage. Was yeah. it not the most lackluster moment in the entire episode? Yeah, I mean, it just didn't pay off. It didn't, it didn't play out the way that they wanted to. It was, the way they, uh, you know, invented this new twist. I don't think it really worked out. I, don't, I doubt we'll see it again. So the twist was immunity at the next tribal. Great. I think that's cool. Didn't really need to go to Ken because he was going to be fine anyway. But I guess they kind of hoped that it, like, it would have passed hands a couple more times. Or maybe mm-hmm. it would have went to someone who has a little more personality. Yeah, or that it was, like, you know, Jessica kept it a secret. Right. So it didn't have that kind of thing where somebody figures out and then you, everyone's talking about it. Je- Jessica and Ken each kept it totally on the low low. Nobody else in the game even knew that it happened. Yeah. So it was fine. I mean, I could see them doing it again, but maybe in some other way, like, 
it's some sort of advantage everyone knows about. I don't know. I just I feel like there's gonna it's gonna happen again because it did it was a cool concept. Wasn't executed as well as it should have been. You know what I want to come back? What? The um, idols hidden in the challenges. Yeah, that'd be cool. I that was have, so I have a feeling. That was thrilling television. I, f- I feel like it will be back for this quote unquote all star season mm, because I hope so. it is. Game yeah, because it's like an elevated. Oh, it's like an elevated <laughs> level of gameplay. <laughs> oh god, I'm, we're gonna have so much fun calling it game changers and making fun of it. But so we move on to immunity challenge number one, and it's one of the many multi stage challenges we have. But what does it end with? What does it end with? A bat puzzle. You and your bat theory have really came through. And then I was like, oh my god, David is so winning. I know. I know. I mean, you've been calling out the bat imagery. I've been calling out the bats. You were right. So well, we'll we'll get to more bats later on because the bats were very prevalent again. Um, so this challenge was pretty even until Jay starts to pull away, and we're not going to get into the specifics of the challenge because there's just so much to talk about, but. For one of the very few times, they were given the opportunity to cover up their lock puzzle because other times you can cheat and see what other people are doing. Yeah, I like that that twist. So if you cover it up, you're ahead of the game. But Jay made literally a million dollar mistake by not covering up his lock. But do you think it would have really slowed people down that much? There yes. were so many combinations. I don't know. I w- they were I, all that far behind. I felt that way too. And then I was kind of like, uh, you know what? How long does this part of the challenge I mean, really what, last? What is ironic is that David did have to look over like 35 times because he just could not remember no, the numbers. He was like having a heart attack. Um, and But yeah, it did affect everybody in a way that it could have wouldn't have been as tight. And then... You know, the pressure, and if you've got someone right behind you, you're not going to, you're really stressed. If you don't have someone, you have a little less stress. Right. So, yeah, it really did fuck him up big time. Did you clock that Jay randomly took off one of his shoes in the middle of the challenge? Just one. Yeah. Like Cinderella. Yeah. He's he's a character. Um, but I did I did enjoy this bat puzzle. It was a fun upside down puzzle. We never yeah, really seen hard. that before. Yeah. Then it's easy, like, there's the added thing of, like, oh, it's if you hit fall, it, then it's, you're going to fuck fall, up your and life. And it fell for Jay. You know what um, Hannah fell for? Not bathing again for this challenge. She was disgusting. You know who's never once ever. had a smudge of dirt on him? Jay. Sexy Jay. Yeah. Ooh, and he has all that hair. He could be gross easily. He could be gross. Um, so yeah, David ends up winning the immunity and reward. Right. It was a million dollar catastrophic loss for Jay, but Jay does win something because he actually used the uh, the challenge. He did, and he did exactly yeah. the way I said you should use it, was that you let the yes. winner still come, and then you just get yourself invited. So he picks David, and then he brings along Adam um, in hopes the top, of... I mean, the top three, the winner, the, th- the three frontrunners of the season, yes. really. Um, do you think it was the right three to bring? Yeah, sure. I mean, it's you know, he, he is an uphill battle. He, there, it would have been... Very surprising if he managed to flip anyone over to him not going home now that he doesn't have an idol and didn't win immunity. I mean, you know, it didn't work, obviously, but he tried. He did his best. Yeah. So they have their little steak dinner. Jay wants to sway the boys to vote out Brett. And what he did, he did it really masterfully. I th- he did. I, th- he think he's, I just think he's so good at Survivor. I really, really like him. I thought he his his play to them was really smart. Yeah, so 
then Adam is the one who does not want Brett out because he right. needs him. Then he wants Jay out. And it just seems like every name is being thrown out there. Um, Ken, Brett, and Hannah are like thinking it's going to be a 5 1 on Jay. And Wait, did you like that combination? That combi- uh, conversation, excuse me, um, where Hannah was like, well, he's yes, I'm consistently maybe. And Adam's no. Consistently, you can't be consistently maybe. And that, well, you can if you want to become uh, a loser in the final tribal council. I mean, we'll get there, but that bitch fucking played that tribal council like a fiddle. Yeah. She killed it so hard. And I, honestly, if it was me, I would have been flipped. We'll get to that because there's a lot of questions that were raised. Um,. So really, this vote comes down to Adam deciding who he really wants to go. Is it going to be Jay, or will it be this random Brett throw? Yeah. Um, and Adam basically knows that he doesn't know if he can beat Jay in the finals. Even though they're brothers. Aw, they're so cute. I still just wanted them to kiss. I hope, they, I hope that they spooned once in a while, like in the cold. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. So we move on to tribal number one. Uh, where they talk about lunch was a l- working lunch, but I thought they called it a steak dinner. Yeah, oh, come on, use your phrases properly. Uh, so Brett and Jay have friends in the jury, and that's <gasps> clearly Did you see Michelle react and go like, "Yup, that's me." Yeah, um, um, you're fucking. What are you doing? You want if you want him to go far, you can't nod your head in agreement that you're gonna vote for him. You clown. No. Uh, Michelle is such a mess. Ugh. She's a dragon lady. I can't with her. Um, So, yeah, that threw things um, into a bit of a loop. Um, Ken defends Jay on the cover mishap, which was interesting because, you know, honor integrity. Fucking Ken. Yeah, Ken also was like, oh, if someone stirs up, gets up in the middle of the night, you're going to hear it. Uh, not when David did and made and brought yeah, fire with exactly. him and made a necklace. <laughs> yeah. What? Um, so I think the, my favorite part, well, there's two favorite parts of the tribal. First was David thinking he can beat Jeff Probst in an arm wrestling match. <laughs> no, you can't. And second was right. not that Jay played the fake idol as David smirked as he played the fake idol, but the fucking hashtag CV, CBS gave us. Oh, what was it? Hashtag wow. Oh, wow. Really? You think that's getting you far? You think other people aren't going to use be using WoW? You think that's going to help you get people to look? Oh, yeah, their social their social media uh, manager. Perhaps that was an epic epic fail. Anyway, that happens, and then Ken comes up and plays the legacy advantage as Jessica looks on oh. and says, "I hate this game." Poor thing. Poor baby. I really felt for her. Yeah, that sucked big time. She got so screwed by this. She really did. There was, she got so screwed by, like, Brett and Sunday and them, like, being unable to work together. Yeah. That was so... Ugh, poor thing. So, Jay But gets, then, you like Jay said, go ahead, Jeffrey. He yep. was so funny. Go ahead, Jeffrey. Snuff my torch. That's honestly exactly what I would like to say in that situation. Well, I you like can't Because I like to him as Jeffrey. He said it. Uh, I know. You're right. You have to have a new phrase now. That, I mean, that was so funny. He's great. Um, so, yeah, it was a million-dollar law combination. But I think the story here is Ken's vote. Yeah. Did you see what he wrote? No. He wrote Justin. Justin? Yes, Justin. Because that's his, like, real name. That's his real name. 
You're, why? You know, I like original names more why, than... Why are you going to write Justin, dude? Why? He's bananas. He cray. He's on another planet, for sure. Yeah, well, but let's a move sexy on. Planet. <laughs> <laughs> planet of the Sexy Men. That's right. A new movie starring Ken. Well, move on to immunity challenge number two, and David is uh, worried Jay is gone and he lost his shield. And he says, why did it have to be water, Jeff? Because it's another multi-tier challenge. I mean, he has to close, he holds his nose like he's a child with swimmies on. Yes. Um, so, at the end of this challenge is one, another one of those phrases that you have oh to Oh my god. Um, Corey, would you like to tell everyone what the phrase that they had to solve was? I can't deal i cannot deal oh not a participation trophy i could fl- i was flipping out that was probably the second time i like got delayed it was around the time where not a participation trophy i was like two mimosas in and i was like this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me i wrote fuck you survivor I, yeah i said fuck you participation now trophy. listen listen here in the past most of the time this challenge the phrase is something survivor related this like is not survivor-related. Yeah, exactly. This was not survivor-related. Why are we throwing this out there? Because they said it 300 times this season. But it's not a, a survivor phrase. I'm with you. It should have been. What should it have been? Come I on in. Know. Come yeah, on in, right? guys. <laughs> the tribe has spoken. Give us something like stupid. Like, come on, man. Yep. No. It's not fair. Um, it's yet another tight race. And the water and Jeff, is saved, not friend. And Jeff Saved's was friend. like, how many can you take at once about the like little pieces? And I was like, girl, well, don't you wish you well, knew? Ken takes a lot of tiles. And That's right. He them. sure can. Mm-hmm. He knows how to work them. That's right. We have that in common. Yeah. Um, Hannah go boom. Brett was the first of the puzzle. Hannah's the epitome of the goat. And Ken wins immunity. Yep. Bleh. Do we really care? It was, it was fine. And Brett knows that the crazies are involved in the vote tonight. Poor shadow. He is such a dream come true, Brett. Honestly, what great television. Did you watch his uh, Ponderosa? I did. I don't like how gendered he is, but I really, he, I, th- I find him very delightful. Like, what a good, what a good choice. He really became, like, the new Michaela. Yeah. So for the second half of the game, he became, like, the funniest person. He was. He was. His He, like, his Ponderosa, where he was like, these fucking crazy people, I can't do anything, these morons, I don't know what their problem is. Yeah. So, Ken is usually a very humble winner. But he cries. Ugh. No, it's because he yelled. Because Jeff made yeah. him exclaim what right, the answer was. Right, but, like, was. it was just, whatever. David not winning is huge to Adam's game, so Adam goes on an idol hunt. And then he trips on a log, because that was beautiful. So cute. David pitches to Ken and Hannah that Adam should go. And yet again, Hannah's the swing vote. But what does Hannah do? She can't do anything, because Adam finds the idol. Yep. I mean, what what winning timing. Oof. It was so good. Right. So Brett tells David and Ken that he would vote Adam, but it's only a ploy, and tells Adam the actual plan. And Adam knows he is on the chopping block, and I'm... Sure, he's thrilled that he has a little idol in his pocket. Right, and they decide... Not in his crotch this time. Yeah, oof, that was like in his taint. He was digging in there. Um, He dug deep. Oh, hey. Ding. Um, Also, during Adam and Brett's conversation, they were like, goodbye, dirty Dave. And I was like, are you being literal? (laughs) And and keep in dirty... I just wish they called Dirty Dave and Dirty Hannah for the rest of, like, the last few days. 
So before we get to tribal, Hannah, of course, gets a little spotlight. She does. So she's playing both sides as she always does because that's her game. Mm-hmm. And Hannah is erratic and wants the lady to make the choice. How modern of her. Well, she fucked up that line because it's not I want the lady to make a choice. It's say tonight is lady's choice. Like that's the that's the sound bite. Yeah, Hannah, you really fucking screwed the pooch on that one. And you'd think she's a writer; she'd know better. Yeah. Let's give her the benefit of the doubt. Maybe the the editors had that and they didn't use it because there was like a monkey howling in the background. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Or a bat flying. (laughs) Or another. Yeah, they're too busy to take more videos of bats. Oh, God. So, in Tribal Council number two, Adam admits he was the first in the idol hunt. And we talk about the various different final threes that could happen in this combination. And David is the threat. Right. And then David gets stupid and basically gives his final jury speech then. Mm-hmm. What, what else was he going to say at the final jury? He was like, oh, let me talk about my like transformative experience and my game and how blah, blah. Like, uh, Well, what? it's two days from now. I'm sure they wouldn't remember. I don't know how he would have made his final tribal speech any different, honestly. Yeah. So Hannah, we find out, is the last woman standing and the youngest, too. Why do we need to know that? Do we not have eyes? Why did Jeffrey have to tell us this? Um, I think there's... I think it was supposed to be a thing like... Look how good for you. Like, how, like that's something on your... That's special about your journey. I don't know. It didn't matter that much to yeah. me. Especially, yeah. Well, Brett is voted out because Adam plays the item for himself. Because David was not the target for anyone else. Nope. Brett says, and the flipper flips again. Is Hannah the most powerful player in this moment? I would, I would say yes, and this is getting to final jury, but, like, Michelle brought up the really, her question, she kind of, like, went to bat for Hannah. Hannah was always on the right side of the votes. Correct. That question, Michelle's question to Hannah, was what have made, would have made me flip, because I would have been like, you're fucking right. Yeah. Like, you win, you know what I mean? Like, you did the best. You got, yeah. you, you made every decision. So at this point with the final four, David looks like he is the clear victor, and Adam is livid. He's livid that this has happened. Yeah, I mean... And David knows luck is on his side. And then Hannah says she thinks Ken would not have voted for her, and didn't think Brett would sit with her in the final. How dumb is she? Yeah, I mean, Brett would sit with anyone. Because he wanted to be in the final, because he knew he really couldn't have won. Yeah, yeah. Um... So, we don't get that much more information before we move into the final immunity challenge, which was... Ridiculous. Can we not... I like this challenge. Yeah. Since when does final immunity have time limits? Final immunity? It it became such a clusterfuck with time limits and who's waiting and who's not waiting. And they basically, they almost tied... That's the beauty of that challenge and I loved it. No, I disagree. It should have been. They should have gone until somebody fucking figured it out and won. Or done just the, like, because they shouldn't have tied. And then they, they should have had to do another round. They almost tied it a second time. Yeah, and that's that's For the beauty. final tribal, there's, like, that but, one. I mean, in what? You're not You're going to say the Super Bowl, oh, we're just going to stop the game if you tie? You're going to play 50 more overtimes if it happens. God, I cannot believe you just made a sports reference. How dare I you did. on this podcast. I did. 
But honestly, no. Somebody should have had to stack them all up. The, the challenge should have been completed. So here's the thing. So you had to get 13 in, or the most in 30 minutes. It's very likely this challenge was played by the Dream Team and actually Nobody accomplished. was winning. Uh, so maybe these four are just fucking idiots. Or, so, but or maybe the wind was that bad at that moment. Yeah, maybe it's it was happened like a, many times. Maybe it was like a backdoor players. rule that they were like, "Oh fuck, the wind's gonna fuck this up." Yeah, then so, I wouldn't be as mad. It looks easy at first, and like everybody drops. Ken loses everything. Adam loses everything. The wind is the destroyer, and it gets to the point where Adam knows that he can't let David win. Mm-hmm. So he just sits and waits and plays chicken. I think that was a brilliant move. Yeah, yeah. So Adam smart. made so many strong moves and some of them didn't work out some of them were questionable but he 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 was always going for it he was always taking chances yeah so as we mentioned as you mentioned they tie hannah and ken so they have to play a five minute tiebreaker mm-hmm. and it was again pretty damn close but ken wins number four and the power is all in his hands now yep did you see when they got back to Tribal, Adam hugging Ken? I did, yeah. Did you notice Ken's tan versus Adam's tan? I'm sure it's like it was day. like white. Adam looked white, and they're all super dark. I know it was hilarious. Um, so David has faith in Ken, and after that, what do we see? A bat. We get a little bit mm. foreshadowing, or what? It was. It's I just so. they love this bat. Yeah, I really didn't think that Ken was gonna do it. I didn't think he was gonna make the move. Yeah. So Hannah now needs to get Ken to flip on David, and I'm glad that um, I'm glad there wasn't any talk about mateship like they did talk about on Australian Survivor. Um, Ken understands voting out David, uh, but his game is all about trust. Yeah, my whole game is based on trust and loyalty <sighs> and friendship. And Adam knows David has to go, and that's why he sought the challenge. And as Adam says, tonight should be a no-brainer, but not with these people. So David plays one last guilt card about trust on Ken before they move to the He tried it. He tried it. He really... He He tried it, tried it, tried it. So when we get to uh, the tribal, Brett gives Hannah a motherfucking death stare. Ooh, he's mad. He is mad, but he's also probably drunk. I Let's hope be real. So. He's, he's wasted. He's great. Uh, so Jeff starts to compliment Hannah and yells at her when she starts to interrupt him. I Brilliant. Know. That was amazing. Good on you, Jeffrey. And then David shoots himself in the foot by admitting he is better than Adam. Why? Why would you do that? I don't know. He got he was feeling himself. It was like that was the moment that everyone should have clocked goodbye. Right. I mean. It happened. Yeah. So David pitches his day three deal with Ken to, again, play the honor, integrity, loyalty card. And Adam pitches that the choice is more than loyalty. It's who can win. And Hannah believes any of the three could go because she just needs to say something. And guess what happens? It happens. David's gone. They David got it together. Gone at number four. Honestly, thank goodness. And people are shocked. And did you clock what uh, David said as he was signing off? What? He said, Vinaka. Oh, uh, does that mean thank you or something? It means thank you. That's the name of their tribe. How cute, right? 
Mm, yep, that's cute. I guess yeah, yeah. I don't really. I'm not really into that move. Um, I'd rather just not say anything or be a bitch. Yeah, that's my. So our final three: Hannah, Adam, and Ken. Did you think that was going to happen before this episode started? No, but let me tell you real quick. I'm going to let you finish, but let me say that all three of the final three are my draft picks from before we started. Yeah. Queen! Bow yeah. down, bitches. So I feel super psyched about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, good for you. Whatever. Whatever. So, <laughs> Hannah has morning talk with Adam, and Ken mocks Hannah what a bitch talking on the beach for not appreciating the sunrise. And did you notice, like, as he was sitting there, you could hear Hannah in the background? Yeah, well, whatever, they fucking, they got to final, the last day. Let her be happy. Don't be such a, like, surly Ebenezer Scrooge about it. She's she's not even, he doesn't even have to talk to her himself. If there's one thing, if she's, like, up his ass and he can't have a moment to breathe. But she's talking to Adam, who seems fine, he, he seems happy with it. Right. So, what does it matter to you? Go on a different part of the beach. Exactly. So, Ken... Old grumpy man. Ken admits that he played an old old school style game. Which is interesting that it had like it worked. Yeah, um, it worked for this season. I mean, isn't that like one of the like rules of like okay, make an alliance mm-hmm. and then at the tail end of the game, get out, get them out. Yeah, that's I what mean, you it, do. it seems like kind of by the books. Yeah, and right before we move to tribal, Adam gets the last confessional where he talks about going. He's going to do it for his mom. That's when you knew. That's when you knew. Did you clock? Hannah let her, like, Jew flag fly because she was so excited about bagels. Yeah. Oh, I love that. It was like, this happened for me last year with Aubrey being, going, coleslaw during the one reward. I just love when, like, I was like, yeah, I would want a bagel too, Hannah. Like, yes, queen. Yeah, so let's let's go through a couple of these questions. Questions when we go to the final tribal council. First off, the big reveal was uh, David had no hair. Well, we knew. Gone. Oh, well, we knew he was bald. everything. Every well, I know, but like everything was gone. He just. I know, but then shades. well, he had some growth situation on his face. Did yeah. you see that? Yes, I did. That was wild. I don't know what was going on with him this whole time. Yeah, so we once again get no openings on TV. I'm sure they gave openings. I'm, and I have a feeling like we get no openings, we get no closings. It must have been just a lot of repetition. Honestly, though, maybe they didn't offer them because the jury's gargantuan. So right. maybe they're like, okay, 10 people need to talk. Mm-hmm. You don't get opening and closing arguments because there's just not enough time. You know, these clowns, it's going to last forever. Yes. So, let, let, you want to, are there any favorites you want to talk about? Or should we, like, who, who would you like to talk? Which questions? Um, I, like I said, I really, really liked Michelle's question that really, like, kind of flipped my perspective about Hannah always being on the right side of the votes. And I was certain that yes. missionary position was going to vote for her because it seemed like she was like, let me go to bat for my girl. Well, what I, well, I will say is like, as I as the vote, the juries were talking, I tracked the votes. And the way I saw it, it should have, what I believed it was going to be was five for Adam, three for Hannah, two for Ken. Jessica and David, you thought we were going to yes. vote for Ken? Absolutely. Yeah, nope, though. Um, I was just shocked. Yeah, that it was a shutout? That it was a shutout. Right. Based on what we saw. Now, some of the ex-press, Adam, has said there was a lot that was not shown on TV. Mm -hmm. But from an editor's perspective, they did not prove to us how it was 10-0. I mean, I didn't think Ken was getting any votes. I 
didn't think that was going to happen the way I the did. tribal went down. I, but I thought Hannah was definitely getting some. Because I thought Hannah, her final tribal performance was so strong. It is so much stronger know, than most winners. I really thought Jessica was going to vote for Ken. Because yeah. she, I think she did respect his move to vote out David. Yep. But then, you know, she likes the show. You don't want to be on the wrong side of history. I guess. You don't want to be the one guy, that the one person that voted for this, like, bump on a log. Yeah, I guess. Um, so one thing, one of the questions I did enjoy was Zeke's talking about the evolution of strategy and the winner should have represent the new evolution. Yeah, of. they contributed to the larger exactly. narrative of the show. Um, but the fact that Hannah threw out trust clusters... I mean, that's her stamp. That, that was not the right a thing. Move. Yeah, but Jeff, Jeff said it. And you know what I found out? That, um... From, it was a joke? Yeah, that it was a joke between her and Zeke. <laughs> and, then it, and then they got Jeff to start saying it all the time. Mm, <laughs> like, that's moron. great. I would, like, that is another thing. Like, include that. And I'm sure she did a producer's interview where she was like, oh my God, Jeff Probst said trust clusters and we made up this silly thing. Yeah. Like, I really like this when seasons or characters are in on the joke. Yep. Like, that's, I think that's why I, I, I think that's why a lot of people, um, really like Parvati is because she was always, like, laughing at how fucking stupid everything was. Yes. You know, like, that is a, a big appeal for me for, like, my favorite players or the people who can be, like, who can laugh at how stupid people are or the situations are or the yeah. show is. So they should, should, they should have included that with Hannah and Zeke. I agree. So we get two of the final questions I think are kind of important to talk about, so let's do it. Chris admits he's a trial lawyer. Whoa. Who cares? Right. He, he needs to stop putting product in his hair. <laughs> it's, it's flat. It is down. And he's like, you know, a gentleman of a certain age. There's You don't slick down your hair when... But he's a trial lawyer. I don't care. He can he can have... He can stop are you, shellacking are you, with... Are you putting his hair on trial? I am. And she, you know what? She's guilty. <laughs> because he's so hot. And that almost, it makes him look less attractive. But he's a like, very attractive, tall, jacked... Man. You, like, you like your ginger daddy. I do, yeah. So his thing was about the biggest move was getting Ken to turn on David. And wouldn't you know, he gives all of the credit to Adam. Not to Ken who made the move. Or Hannah. Or Hannah who has a much better relationship with Ken. He gave it to Adam. Now, who's the I, lawyer who did this with Boston Rob? Um, that guy. It was very, it gave me very that. Yeah. David. Was his name also David? David Murphy. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I think it's very interesting. It Was that speech the thing that turned all ten over? I don't think so. I think they were all pretty decided besides, like, Taylor. But, 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 was that decision because they knew that was going to be his pitch in Ponderosa? I'm sure they all heard everyone's opinions so if they didn't then why even have a final travel if they already knew they were going to vote for adam if if based on what we saw hannah won the tribal yeah i don't know it's it really did seem like she won it but that is probably i agree i thought she was a testament to how they were really locked in probably because it didn't flip anybody and if someone was had had an open mind going into tribal council uh, they would, they would have, they would have flipped, but I agree. because they were, they were staunch, staunch character. So 
David's question is, how did this experience change your life for the better? Hannah starts that she was not built for this game. Ken says he put himself in social positions he normally would never do. And Adam says it was his personal dream to play and do it for mom. And that's when shit goes down for everybody watching Survivor. Oh my god. I started to lose it. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, Survivor is not a show that makes me emotional. And then Hannah um, whispers, sorry about your mom. And I was like, oh, oh, this is so They all love each other. I mean, they're all very well-adjusted people. They do. And then we get to real time. And we've discovered that Adam wins 10-0. And And you know what? He is painted for Phil, whoever did the makeup for them for that finale. Adam gave me full bronze, contour, clear gloss. Like, he looked like a beautiful woman. Maybe he's a drag queen. He has the face for it, girl. Yes, and he's not tall. He would be a great drag queen. What, what, what should we give him a name? Can it, should it be like Nada Participation Trophy? <laughs> Nadia. <laughs> Nadia Participation Trophy? That's it. <laughs> That's her drag name. Hashtag Nadia Participation Trophy. <laughs> Done. Drag queen. <laughs> oh, God. So yeah, we we end the season with a 10-0 win for Adam. Um, and you know the second that reunion show starts, we're talking about Adam and his mom for a good 20 minutes. Yeah, but I didn't hate it. Normally I, didn't hate I get either. antsy when they stay on one person for too long because I would like to see more, especially people who are on the jury. Like I kind of want them to touch on everybody. Yeah. So which Jeff did a pretty good job at. It, w- it wasn't everybody, but he, most he talked to a lot of that cast. He did. But before we get into that, um, and before we talk about like the things we learned about Adam's mom, I'm going to make a hot take here. Adam's dad looks like Brian Cranston. Yeah, I can see that. Ooh, his dad, though. Crying yeah. so much. It was a lot. Oh, my God. That poor guy. Take the camera off of him. You know what I mean? Like I agree. It was a he little... Didn't like, he's not a member of the cast. We got... I would like a glimpse. They exploited him a little I don't need to... Yeah, I don't need to see him ugly crying... Like, what he's just experiencing, all these emotions, all, like, kind of, he's not on the stage. Right. So. Give him, give him a little time. We learned that it was Adam's mom who convinced him to actually go and play, and Mm -hmm. wanted him to play. And we learned that Adam and his mom were in consideration for Blood vs. Water. Ah. How great. Interesting. I wonder what slot they would have taken, who's, who would not have been included it would be a parent one, right? So who... Would it be a parent one? You yeah, think? Why, why, why not have mother, son... Was it Missy and Baylor? No, it's no not. they were already uneven with women because the right. lesbian couple backed out. What do you mean lesbian couple? It wasn't lesbian couple. They were sisters. Mm, I wish they were lesbian. So Kim and her sister. Oh, whatever. Yeah. My God. I heard... I thought it was a lesbian couple. No. Oh, man. No. They should. There are never any queer women on the show. Sure, there are. There's like eight total. Like it's like bad. Yeah, there's there are, but not that many. But anyway, um, yeah, there was what one season with like at least two of them. Been a lot too. Yeah. Um, but the thing that I think that broke me down the most, for a lot of reasons, was the fact that his mom died an hour after he got home. Like, that's Rough. what she needed. She needed to say goodbye and need to hear he won, and that gutted me. That yeah. killed me. It was really, really, really beautiful. Yeah, um, I mean, who would have thought? Like, you know, it's a, like, 
reality show. It's about this kind of out of this world concept and having put like to then like really get to the heart of things. Yeah. I mean, honest, like, and then like had to have to share more than you want to with America. Because, exactly. I mean, I wonder something. what the conversation was between he and Jeff prior to the reunion. Like, what he said his like ground rules were. Like what he couldn't didn't want to talk about. Yeah, I'm sure he. I, but because it dove into everything, so good for him. Yeah, and good for uh, him where he donates a thousand, a hundred thousand dollars to stand up to cancer. Yep, that Very was classy. Yeah, so I guess he's the Sia of the season. Yeah, he is the Sia, <laughs> except he wanted like you know they wanted to talk to him. Yeah, so. We talk a little bit about the evolution of certain people, mostly David and Zeke. Mm-hmm. Hannah gets like no screen time unless she, oh. they're being talked about the Hannah and Ken moment. Which are you just fucking kidding me? After everything, yeah. Oh, that like, was so maddening. It was embarrassing for her. That, I mean, like, she was so so funny and charming. She was. She, no, but I think it's embarrassing for her. But that's the way they're going to paint her to say goodbye to the season is. Oh, you had a little flirtmance with Ken, and it's not real. Ha ha ha! After yeah. everything she did, that's how they do it. After that final tribal, Jeff's not going to talk about that final tribal performance at all. Be- n- no, because she lost big time. If she had gotten a vote, yes, there's a discussion. She got no votes. That's why uh. there's some massive discussion to have here. Why didn't she get a single vote? If what we saw was that good. It was an Aubreying. It was similar to Aubrey because people didn't have the same perspective. But it wasn't a bit of a jury. No, but they it, it's the same problem where we as an audience But like your point before of Michelle pointing out that she was always on the right side of the vote, how did that not flip anybody? Not even her. Yep. I don't know. If it's a groupthink mentality of, oh well, I don't want to be on the wrong side of the numbers, that's that's not okay either, because they basically said, Hannah, you're equal to Ken the way you played this game, because you're both getting second place. Yeah, but then, see, not a lot of people... That's back- what happened with um, uh, John Minch um, and uh, Jacqueline. He gave, they got, gave, Reed gave her an extra vote, so she would be one vote ahead of Missy. Yep, that's what Reed did, right? That's why that, not do that for Hannah. Yeah. Because you cannot say Ken and Hannah played an equal game. Yeah, she deserved the, like, 50,000 extra. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so I don't know what, why it was... Yeah, I don't think they, they were, that. I don't think they were considering I guess they that. all, they all didn't know who was going to be the one to flip, like, with the rocks. Yeah, I guess. I mean, or maybe they just, you know, they weren't worried about... Like, that. Jeremy winning 10 nothing. Okay, fine. Tasha and Spencer, about equal gameplay. Mm-hmm. This is not that case. So I think the jury fucked up in that respect. Yeah, I don't think that... Two, one person should have taken the bullet here. Yep, yep. But maybe they weren't all ta- openly talking about how they were voting. Maybe, maybe they were respecting each other's privacy. Oh, come on, let's be real. You I, watch I those Ponder- Ponderosa videos. <laughs> um, the other big talking point that we had was the Brett and Zeke moment and how momentous it was. I think it was really cool to talk about that. Um, yeah, and I love that Jeff was like, that's is my favorite part of the whole season. It was. Like, I was... think, again, like, it's definitely a top five survivor moment. Right. I mean, yeah. 33 seasons in, a top five survivor moment. Did you ever believe that? 
Game changer. That's what that was. It was a game changer. And speaking of game changers, we're not going to talk about that season because we're going to talk about Michelle's fucking outfit. Oh, girl. Don't even fuck with me about that outfit. I had such a hard time. Now, listen. Bjork can wear a swan dress because she's Bjork. Michelle, you cannot wear a dragon whatever that was. Jeffrey certainly did not even address it with his question for her. He skipped it. I don't think he liked it at all. It was a, an atrocity. Well, you know what? All the fucking outfits get approved by costume. Right. Well, they thought it was hilarious, and that's why they let her wear it. Yeah. I just... I want... Michelle, we want to know why and who, who made it. Like, give us the evolution of this dress and how it came to be. Because we want to learn and understand. We're going to read you for filth, but Why? Yeah, I don't know. It was rough. And even even the dress without the dragon was really, like, rough. The color was off. I didn't mind the color. It was the co- it was just, like, one panel. It was just one panel that was, like, really mm-hmm. tight. So, like, and she was, you're sitting on a stool. I don't know. That would not have been my choice. Um, she's not the mother of dragons. She's not. She's not Khaleesi. Who was she from Game of Thrones? Who do you think? What character? Marjorie? <gasps> Don't you dare give her my favorite character. How dare you? No. But she was. She was powerful until she wasn't. She got was uh, was in and then got burned. Uh, <laughs> how dare you talk about my fave like that? No, she's gonna be like Ramsey Bolton's like bitch. Yeah, that girl with the arrows. Right. Okay. So let let let's dive into it. So every season at the reunion we get a little glimpse of what we're doing next time so we get to see a glimpse of game changers and we get and for those who are already spoiled and know who the cast supposedly is say oh wait is this the warning now if you don't want to know yes warning 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 go away well we're gonna talk about it there's probably nothing else we're gonna talk about so we'll see you uh, on our next podcast right uh so those who do know the spoilers let's, let's have our chat okay so if you watch the video package that they gave us, there were a lot of people who were included, and there were a lot of people who were not included in that list. Some interesting right. people. They wanted to, you know, they wanted, they wanted to, to throw us off the scent a little bit, I guess. So, the first person that Jeffrey talks about is Michaela, because she's sitting there, season 34, uh, 33 right. and 34. Cool. We got Michaela. So, and then we get a little cast reveal, because some of them are there. Right. We get Tony. Cool. We get Ty, we get Caleb, we get Sierra. Uh, I don't care we about get Cerebe, any of the people. We from get Koran. Sandra. We get Ozzy. Cool, great. Here's my question: Based on the spoilers, we all know. We know Michaela's on, and we know that Zeke is on. Right. Zeke is on that stage. Why are we not mentioning Zeke? Because he's already his moment was the biggest moment of the season, so he needed to. Get the people excited for Michaela to come back because he got more time on the show, so it evened out. They, he needed to get people really. Back I know into that's not fair at all. Yeah. Something may have happened. No, I think that I think he just had to because they even or included, maybe Zeke like flopped on it and doesn't even want to mention it. I don't know. I'm very confused by this lack of Zeke mention. If I were Zeke, I would been like, "Fuck you! I'm on it too!" and stand up. Yeah, I guess. I, I'm sure that would have cost you some money, but... Um, so, yeah. So, 
of the ones that we saw of Tony, Ty, Caleb, Sierra, uh, Sari, Sandra, and Ozzy, anyone that you're particularly excited about? <laughs> Not really, um, because everyone's played too many times. But obviously, Sandra, obviously. Um, but other than that, yeah, I mean, I'm really unhappy with the Korong choices that it's Ty, Debbie, and Caleb. I don't and Aubrey. Aubrey, I can deal with. I'm happy about the, her coming back. But the other three, I don't really want to see um, at all because they were such camera hogs. I don't like. I do not need Ty and Debbie both on my TV at so the same here, time. So here now, I have been trying to figure out game changer. Everything that we thought game changer was for, like the good, the positive. I suppose game changer also means making a fatal mistake in the game. Because it did change the game. Mm -hmm. So that's where my girl Sarah comes in for changing the game by being the swing vote that gets voted out. This let, your, let's, I know. Thank God you got to mention I Sarah. I know. I got my Sarah mention. But let's be real. Had she not been voted out, there's no way in hell Tony wins that season. No uh, fucking way in hell. It should be fun to see them together again. So yes, she is a game changer. Um, like... See, yeah, game changer. Sierra voted be... out her mom. That's not a game changer. If we're gonna give her a game changer, let's let's give it her credit for what she did in Cambodia. Yeah, but that was with the you help. You just kind of threw that in there, though, at the end. They, right. they gave her the rocks moment as her moment. Um, Caleb changed the game by putting effort in. Caleb changed the game and the fact that uh, Medical realized they fucking fuck shit up that season and people were dropping like flies. Um, Ty changed the game because... See us on the stage. Sure. Let's go with that one. Uh, let, let, should we... Well, in the world of spoilers, spoilers let's, let's talk about a couple more people. Um, the other Sierra, because we're going to have two Sierras on this season, but they spell the name differently. Uh, Sierra Don Thomas. What did she do to change the game? But who's she again? She's that blonde girl. Yeah, the tall blonde. The six foot blonde. Yeah, I don't care. How about Haley Ford? Don't care about her. Um, I mean, whatever. She would get enough time for me to not care about, like, you know, you know. How I'm not about, unhappy to see Haley, but I don't care if that makes how sense. How about my boy, um, Jeff Varner? Yeah, like, I don't think I need to see him again for the I do. Time. I really I wanted to see him the second time, but that was like two seasons ago. Yeah. I don't need him to come back for a third time right away. Like these stale characters, like that's what the Sur Survivor stale characters is the real T. <laughs> and Troy Zan? See, that is a person I am. That it's, oh, it's been, cool. That's been a nice wow. long break. All right. And he's only played once. I'm happy to, that's a character okay, that okay. I, I don't know Here, what they're going to do. All, here's someone this, with one showing that's now coming back. How about... Bradley Culpepper. That's fine. I'm okay what? with Brad Culpepper coming back. Yeah, because I don't know what Fuck he's you, not. Brad Culpepper. He's, oh my god. I much instead of Brad Culpepper though, I wish it was who was the other guy that that um Natalie yelled at? John Rocker? Yeah, what if John Rocker something racist or homophobic like in your past? That's John like, Rocker's never coming back to Survivor. Are you kidding me? I just really love the line, why don't you do something racist or homophobic like in your past? Because when, now when I watch Survivor with my friend Mike, everything is, why don't you blah, 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 like in your past yeah. about all the characters? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think one of our off-season podcasts will talk about the people who were in consideration that didn't make the cut and figure out why the fuck they didn't make the cut. Mm -hmm. um, but I am okay with Brad Culpepper coming back because I don't... I'm not. I hate so, With all so the third much. and fourth play, fourth time players... And then a bunch like the Korong second three three of them I don't want to see so there's a there's a lot of undesirables in this cast just because they're stale. How about JT? 
stale. No need to see him play a third time. He won once. He didn't. He was a mess in the second time. I don't need to see him play a third and time. And Andrea and Malcolm? I don't need to see either of them play again for a while. You know, like, um, they both played it's twice recently. It has not been that many years since they came back. Four years, probably. I need more of a break for them. But then they'll be old and not pretty. It's fine. That's in- now that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I and it, my, mind you, while they were playing their second, first and second seasons, I was really excited about their characters. But I don't. I just don't need to see them with their time right now. Yeah, including like, and I like like there's so many characters that I like that I don't want to watch in this season, including <sighs> even like Suri. She played three times. She's yeah. a queen. I love her. I've rewatched Micronesia like 12 times, but I don't need to see her come back a fourth time. I know she's going to be funny. She's going to be she's going to be good at Survivor. She's probably going to be out very early. Well, that's the thing I think it's going to be fun for us to predict is like this boot order because it could go so many different ways and the people you don't want to last are going to probably last. Yeah, it should be interesting because because there are so many stale characters or big Survivor celebrities then it kind of evens the playing field and maybe like there's a bunch of winners there's a bunch of people who are really good and deadly so maybe it'll it'll let things stay even which is not it couldn't just be a few big names there's enough of them that they can shield each other in his interview with dalton ross uh jeff said that he equates the season to jaws yeah i don't get that i guess it's a lot of waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting bite i don't know does that mean it's going to be a really stale pre-merge? I hope not. Like this season was? Um, it wasn't. I, there were some big moments. There were some not big moments. Also. Right, but there were a, a couple massive blindsides. Right. So it was... Yeah, it should be. Well, I mean, like we haven't had a returning player season in a, in a long time, and those are always usually really what, fun. What do you mean? Like a, two years ago. Or two seasons ago. Like a completely returning yeah, players? Cambodia. Uh. Yeah, it's gonna happen like every other year now. Yeah, but it feels fun because we have we did have two in a row of new of nobody. That we yes, know. so that'll be that'll be cool. But um, I think to wrap up, let's make a broad statement. And where does Survivor Millennials vs Gen X rank for you? See, this is a tricky question because there were a lot of moments of unhappiness and low stakes and feeling like I don't care, and then there were moments that I really did care. I think the overall. The narrative of like being happy with the winner was pretty great. Like mm-hmm. we're not gonna, we're not gonna be mad about it. Not at all. And this is the most like emotional sort one of the Survivor seasons, and the most where like I really like the majority of the people who are on. So like overall likability is good, but then there were a bunch of episodes that I was mad about. I think I'm gonna put it in my top ten. Top ten. Uh, I can see that. I, I guess I really I mean, liked Korang a lot. I didn't. I think Michelle just not Michelle winning just knocks down a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, and it's not her fault; it's the jury's fault. Right. Well, it's her fault, but yeah. it's Aubrey's fault. Yeah, I mean, we'll it is see. what it is. It is what that it was is. my winner's pick, so you know I can't get mad about, mad yeah. about it. Well, this was a great season, and thanks for playing with us this first season that we recapped. Right. I can't wait for the next one. And I think we are going to come back for a couple off-season podcasts. We'll do some crazy things. Maybe bring in a couple guests. Um, like, I have, I have an idea that I want to bring in my friend, um, 
my drag queen friend Avant Garbage, and I think we're going to. That's a good do, drag name. I know it's a great drag name, and it works for her. We we may even do a um, casting a season of Survivor using the hundred queens from RuPaul's Drag Race. That's fun. That could be a fun little off-season podcast. See, that is a show that I would watch the Generations battle. Yeah. Like old school queens versus like... The new girls. Yeah. So that's an idea. If you And if you guys have any ideas of what you want us to talk about, like survive-related, not survive-related, um, uh, yeah, just let us know. Hit us up. So, thanks. It's been a pleasure, you, you, you crazy group of homosexual and queer friendly people yeah well bye bitches bye